Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. Thank you for being here today. This is episode number 72. I am so excited to sh- like share with you guys this conversation. It is going to be a good one, so strap in, get ready. If you have never listened to My Naked Mindset, just know you're in the right place if you enjoy taboo topics, sex, intimacy, relationship, dating, mental health topics. You like to learn more about those topics. I have amazing guests, you know, sharing their knowledge and educating all of us on certain topics. And then sometimes you'll just get, you know, a wonderful solo podcast with just me, myself and I, but I do love to have guests come on and just share their stories. And My Naked Mindset is all about just being real, vulnerable, raw, and just really getting down to why people are the way they are, why they do the things they do, crazy stories, you know, it's just, you know, it's a judgment-free zone. We love to have fun here. So, welcome. I would love to connect with you. Please follow me on all of your social media. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, all at My Naked Mindset. And I would also love for you to join my free VIP Facebook group. It is in the show notes, but if you just search My Naked Mindsetters on Facebook, you will find me there. I would love to connect. And of course, if you'd like me to talk about a certain topic, feel free to email me at mynakedmindsetpodcast at gmail.com. So today, I have a returning guest and also her co-host on the podcast today. Two incredibly lovely ladies that I am so excited to have on today. So without further ado, here's the episode. Enjoy. Okay, everyone. I have two amazing guests today. They are the hosts of the Hot Girls Theory podcast all the way from Australia. Everyone, please welcome to the show, Indy and Ash. Hi. Hey. (laughs) I am so excited to have these ladies on today. I actually was on their podcast and actually Indy was on my podcast and we talked all about boundaries and friendship breakups. So definitely feel free to go and listen to that episode. And then when I was on their podcast, it was called From People Pleaser to Sex Podcaster. So definitely check that out. (laughs) Um, I am super excited to chat with them today. Um, Let's just start out by doing like a introduction. How about... Indy goes first. Sure. So I'm Indy. I'm 25. I am from Melbourne, Australia, and I'm a soon-to-be graduate of my Bachelor of Arts degree. I major in gender sexuality and diversity studies, and I minor in sociology. Um, I obviously host Hot Girls Theory. It's a feminist sex-positive podcast. I'm very proud of it. I'm sure Ash is too. And uh, we really hope you check us out because uh, I think you'll, if you enjoy Janae's podcast, you'll enjoy our podcast. <laughs> I was going to say my name is Ash and I'm the other host of Hot Girls Theory. And to be honest, if you like people who don't have a filter, that's us <laughs> to a fault. Um, I'm 24. I live in Adelaide and I'm literally... A 40 year old Italian mom in an Australian girl's body. <laughs> I love 
anything Kardashians reality TV, but I also like being pretty judgmental of it because we love a bit of a critique on media. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's us. <laughs> love it. Thank you for those wonderful introductions. And yeah, if you definitely love this podcast, you have to check out their podcast. It's so much fun. They have such incredible guests, incredible topics that people will be like jaw dropping, but that's what we like. That's what we want, you know? Yeah. Um, so I want to know, cause I don't even know if I know this question or this answer. <laughs> how did you guys, like, I know how you guys met, but how did you guys come up with the idea to do a podcast together <laughs> and, and having it be about these topics? Um, I truly slid into, yeah, Yeah. I truly slid into (laughs) Indy's DMs one day because it was in the middle of Corona and she was ranting about something. Yeah, yeah, like fully like early days, just fresh, and she was ranting on socials. And I was like, "Oh my god, you need a podcast!" And she goes, "Oh, well, I've been thinking of starting one." And then I was like, "Oh, well," (laughs) like it was literally (laughs) as simple as that. And it's just funny the evolution of like me being like oh my god she's too cool at a rock concert to like now where like she's one of my closest friends on earth and that's kind of how it started (laughs) yeah and so when because I was on a I was on a live stream on Instagram just like chatting and it was like it was about the fires I think it was like the fires and and because it was obviously when you know the whole country was on fire and then we were also like coronavirus was just (laughs) coming through and we were like what the fuck's gonna happen and then ash was like you just need we need a po- like you need a podcast i need a podcast we need a podcast and it was interesting because it was kind of just like this really big um risk to take to to, mm. to do it together because we really didn't really have that much of a relationship um mm. but it, it's worked out really really well i mean we're two two and a half years into this so you know obviously there's something in the water for it but when it came to actually naming it, it was really funny because we were oh, like, yeah. we knew we wanted to name it Hot Girls something because of Megan Thee Stallion, because we're both really big Megan Thee Stallion fans. And mm. so that was really where the Hot Girls asset came of it. And it was just And we were just Googling words, trying to figure it out. Like- yeah, trying to figure out <laughs> what we should have as like the next part. And once, because we were both like, you know, we want it to be Hot Girls because we want it to be like, yeah, this is a, like a hot girl podcast, but mm. we also knew we wanted it to be academic and have mm. like an element that was really um, looking at society from like an intellectual perspective from our hot girls perspective. So yeah. that's why our tagline is exploring the world from the theoretical perspective of two hot girls. <laughs> I freaking love it. I love the name too. And I like your like themes, like your pink and oh, it's just, mm. it's so good. <laughs> So yeah, good. it's funny because like that aesthetic really isn't necessarily my normal aesthetic. So it's very mm. much like getting to put this other aspect of my personality yeah. and be creative yeah. with it. It's yeah. fun. It's definitely a lot of work, but I know you guys can relate. It yeah. is it is tough, but it's it's a it's a blast, truly. And there's always more that you could be doing. <laughs> it's always I know. honestly, yeah. It's, it's never it's, ending, but in like a good way, but also in a bad way. It's yeah, it's a time. <laughs> yeah. In TikTok, man. Oh my gosh. The TikTok videos. I'm like kind of obsessed with TikTok. I won't lie. Recently, it's like mm. I can't get out of there. It's it's mm. it's tough. I'm like, I yeah, can't. It's stop. got me. <laughs> and there's a lot of good shit on there, so. I always have fun on TikTok, but it's, it is a lot of work. Um, so I know you guys and me have just love talking about sex. I mean, (laughs) there can be nothing more than I love to talk about sex. Like that is just the freaking best in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I just love it. 
it's so entertaining to talk about and just hear stories and bounce ideas off your friends. And I know that this is just going to be such a fun episode because you guys also just love talking about sex. So let's get into my first idea, which is I want to know what both of you think is good sex. Like, what is good sex to you? Oh, any like... In, in, okay, Indy, do you want to go first? Because I have to like compartmentalize like everything. You, you want to? Okay, <laughs> I, I can go first. Yes. Because, um, I think good sex really comes down to like a lot of communication. Like for okay, for me, I mm. think like I need to obviously have good chemistry. Being a, mm. being attracted to someone like is really really like key, and then making sure that like you're kind of on the same wavelength. Because I feel like there's nothing worse than having sex with someone and like you enjoy them as a person and being around them but when it comes to like once your clothes are off things are a bit awkward you find the ick yeah yeah you're trying (laughs) to make it work and it's like you know fitting a triangle in a circle it's like you know not working obviously I'm going back to you know some Missy Higgins I was gonna say (laughs) Australian music hints there (laughs) anyway um you know the the thing about good sex is that like it doesn't actually have to be always like it can be like the most vanilla sex but it could also be really Mm. really good because I think like there's elements of sex that like you know you can have really shit sex and it's like really like fun BDSM sex or whatever Mm. and it just doesn't work because someone's like not respecting your boundaries or they're like you Mm. know not communicating with you or they're like not listening to you so when it comes to good sex, I think it's like more it like it's the, I don't know if you guys have this saying, but it's a very like Aussie thing to say. It's called keep it simple, stupid. And so you yeah. just have to like really make sure that you're like not overcomplicating sex because if you overcomplicate it, you overthink it and you're constantly like, Am I doing the right thing? And there's nothing worse mm. than being in your head. I know I'm really oh. describing what bad sex is, but I think that that's how you flesh out you, what good you need sex to is. know. Yeah. Yeah. And so communication making sure that like you feel comfortable with the person and making sure that you're also prioritizing your pleasure as well because if you can't if you can't prioritize your pleasure it's the worst sex there is nothing worse than sex when a guy doesn't give you oral like that's I mean like obviously if it's something that you want or if you don't want it like that's fine that's great for you but uh for me like making sure that uh, my sex partners are giving me oral is like key to good sex yeah love that. I, love that I think it's honestly like I always and this is going back to like ho phase Ashley but you have to know where also your own head is at because yeah. I like I I kind of always had the skill of being able to separate like l- l- let's say you're just kind of ho- hooking up like doing whatever I always had the skill to separate like okay I'm not gonna have an emotional attachment to this person because as much as I may like hanging out with them or going out and doing whatever with them I want a future with them. And I think <laughs> I ran across some friends who, who were like, oh my God, I, I have to have an emotional connection with every person I have sex with, blah, blah, blah. which like fair enough, like if that's you, but I also think it kind of comes down to like, do you need one or do you think you need one? Because I can separate whatever. And I think it's just being honest with yourself as well. Like obviously communication, consent, all that's important, but in the same breath, do what makes you happy and mm. don't internalize too much shit because my whole phase was amazing because I didn't have to really feel bad that I wasn't talking to him the next day because I was yeah. like, okay, that's done. I, that's done. But 
I also think though, and like this is something that Ash, like we've talked about Ash's her face, we've talked about my her face. I think that the differences mm. with Ash's her face is like the kind of men you are sleeping with in your her face. Like you definitely did. Like you okay, don't this have is to my call thing, right? Out, no, 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 it's not you. It's not you, right? No, no, no. this is the thing. You didn't have to feel bad about not having an emotional attachment to these men because they were fucking shit. Like it's not they were uh, arrogant. Like, yeah, they were like <laughs> they were arrogant. They weren't groups. nice yeah. people. So I feel like some it, of it, them were nice. Some of them. Okay, we, we'll give we'll give we'll give <laughs> you know who the benefit of the doubt in that in that circle there. But like when it comes to the people that I like, I feel like for me, I can definitely compartmentalize it as well and not have an emotional connection. But I mm. definitely like to at least like the person like I want to be able to have a conversation with them you know like once it's all said and done I'm not just like fuck off bye like I'm like (laughs) yeah like hang out let's you know chat in bed and if like I remember this one time it was like after one of the lockdowns had ended here and this guy I had been talking to literally lived on the other side of the city and he was like he didn't drive so he ubered to my house oh my god desperate for some pussy (laughs) and we like had sex it was okay like it was it was fun um like it wasn't anything to write home about I suppose <laughs> it was just <laughs> like you know I mean if you want actual details like making him oh, come I... was just like it was just hard like you know he, he oh. just he couldn't he like had to give himself a like hand job to come because it was just like mm. that kind of situation oh. and then I was just su- like sat there like sucking yeah. up his balls the whole time and I was like this isn't what I wanted this is the- <laughs> you're a hairy Greek man I've got <laughs> hair in my mouth I got fucking ball hair in my mouth. welcome and to all I- my exes welcome yeah, to I all know. my exes but that's in what, me. at least that's like a little bit of a turn on for you it's not for me like anyway uh so afterwards we were just like having these conversations and he was just really self-absorbed and like oh. didn't want to have any kind of like actual communication oh. with me he was just like very like me 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 I wouldn't shut the fuck up and I was like dude I want to go to sleep <laughs> and obviously because he lived on the other side of the city he wasn't like gonna leave then uh because he'd have to uber back at like I don't know three o'clock in the morning and I was just like it's just not worth it can we just go to sleep and it was just so shit like even if the sex had been really good like that experience would have tainted it but I think for me like having an emotional connection helps because I like to have I don't know I like to have I guess a little bit of skin in the game if you get what I'm saying like I want to know that the person's Mm. gonna like respect me and treat me well and then if all things like I really like and again I've talked about this on the podcast podcast I like campsite rules of like leaving someone better than you found them and that even extends yeah. to my casual relationships of like you know if I'm gonna hang out with someone I need to make sure that um I'm gonna leave them better than they found than I found them and, and vice versa mm. and you know there's definitely been some dudes who like I think you know we we talk in a, like, I think actually you know, this is like a lot of dudes because they kind of just don't understand like you'll talk to them in a like romantic sense and just like be like oh yeah I want to have sex but then I also mm-hmm. want to have like an emotional connection but I don't want you to be my boyfriend and then they're like oh are you yes. sure about that like you definitely sound like you want to be my girlfriend and I'm like no I'm perfectly capable of being single well, it's because guys are so <laughs> absorbed like they're so yeah. they're, they're yeah. like you, you, you gotta be like you gotta be my girlfriend you want to be and yeah. it's like no I'm on tinder for this reason and you know mm-hmm. why like, right it's like <laughs> just because ego. Yeah. their ego yeah. gets in the way yeah, Literally. and just because I want to make sure that you're not going to fucking, I don't know, share my nudes unconsensually with your friends or, mm. like, do something really, like, 
horrible. Like men are fucking shit. Uh, excuse me for wanting to figure out if you're a good person or not. Oh, 100%. I couldn't yeah. agree more. And yeah. hopefully, oh my God, the things that, I mean, the emotional connection is like one thing. And like, I agree, like I definitely need some sort of connection. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's like, you have to be on that wavelength of, okay, this is just, this is just a hookup or this is yeah. just a kind of benefits. You're going to be kind of in the right headspace. Actually, that just reminded me of a story that I want to tell you guys. <laughs> yes, so, I'm ready. There was this one time I was hanging out with my ex-boyfriend from high school, the one that was a dick. And I told, I remember talking yeah. about Yeah, I remember this. The end of the podcast on your podcast. So it was his friend. And he randomly messaged me. This was like literally so long ago, but he messaged me. She was like, oh, you want to hang out? And I was kind of like, he wants to hang out with me. I honestly, completely naive, Janae, like, oh, okay. This hot guy wants to hang out with me. So we're just like hanging out at his parents' house. Like this was like after high school. Um, And all of a sudden we somehow like, he's like, oh, I want to show you my room again. So naive. Didn't think he was into me at all. Cause I literally thought he was like one of the hottest men that I've ever seen back then. (laughs) So (laughs) we get upstairs and all of a sudden, like we're just literally sitting on his bed. And then all of a sudden he just starts making out with me. I was like, whoa, like completely mind blown. And then like we start hooking up and I'm like, okay, wow. Like this is, this is great. And his brother fucking walks in and literally like almost walks in on us. And I'm like, oh my God, like I gotta go. I just gotta go. And we continued oh my God. for like very, I don't know, maybe it was a couple months. I honestly can't even remember. Um, but it was so like there was a connection there, but it was like we knew that it was just like friends with benefits, essentially. Like we, he would literally right. call me, hang out hook up and then he'd be out the door pretty much Mm. but it was almost like I wanted like a little more like I wanted that like that cuddle time a little bit just like a little something because it was almost like straight to the point where I was almost like is this is this like anything or do you see me as a human being or am I just or am I right sexual object yeah right exactly and he was just so fucking hot that I didn't even mind like hooking up with him obviously I was like (laughs) so fucking beautiful I I was I was blown away I've been there (laughs) I was like wow and still to this day I'm like wow I hooked up with him (laughs) because I have your your teenage brain going back and being like that yeah like you know what you're thinking on it from that perspective right right Cause, cause I think it's something to be said. Like I, in high school, I was definitely like the duff. Like I definitely was the fat, funny one, whatever. And then around 21 is when I kind of figured out, oh my God, I'm like kind of hot. Okay. And some of the men that I was able to bank, I was like, high school Ash would be fucking like wet in her pants right now with the men that I've been able to get with like I was just like well done well done like I built a personality and now I'm hot it's I I, I've done it I did it all (laughs) I freaking love that it's it is it is (laughs) like a when you think about your roster do you guys ever think about that like do you do you Mm. have like a list or like some sort of I can show you my notes up and I've ranked them And they have comments under each one. (laughs) That is a great idea. Yeah, Ash is a lot more organized and type A than I am. Whereas (laughs) mine's all like in the brain tank. And honestly, like 
the way I kind of sort through it is like if you're not memorable enough to stay obviously you're not the reason in. you're left it's like you'll <laughs> either be memorable in a good way and I'll think back of mm-hmm. it fondly and then the, it'll either be funny and it'll be like haha that was content <laughs> yeah or it'll be like that was fucking gross like you know oh. there's definitely those instances mm. where I was like ugh, like uncomfy or like you know that was just not mm. it you know that kind of situation like I think back on that guy that I mentioned before about coming over after the lockdown like I think that was kind of like funny like it was like you know yeah. whilst I was like oh shut the fuck up my guy it was also like oh haha that's funny you know what I mean yeah I it is, yeah. It is so interesting to think about all of yeah. the bad things it's like you try to erase that from your brain it's like uh-uh, I don't want to think about this ever but then you have mm. the good ones in your head and you're like that is spank bank in my head <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've had anything that was like that, like mind blowing. Where I'm like, oh, that's spank bank. Like, I'd much rather be like, okay, focusing on the on the person I'm having sex with at the moment. Like, because I definitely think back fondly to this like one particular person who I I had sex with regularly before I moved to Melbourne from Adelaide, and he's a really great guy. But like, and like we had hot sex and it was good sex. But I I don't know. I don't think back on my past experiences and go, oh, like. That no. makes me hot or horny. No, it doesn't do that for me. I don't know why. <laughs> I know some people like I listen to this podcast, Girls Gotta Eat, and they constantly are talking about yeah. like bank bank and like mm. they'll like replay it in their head and they'll masturbate to it. And I'm like, hey, I mean, <laughs> there's certain situations I could probably do that too, but I I like a visual personally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. What's going on? Like that's just that's kind of my thing, I would say. Mm um if so if anything spank bank for me it's like celebrities oh you know what I mean that's oh for sure if I if I like if like that I can either use the visual or I can use my mind and I'm always like yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's actually a good call I really like that the celebrities because yeah there's some there's some people out there I'm like holy shit could you mm. imagine if they fucking walked in the door I've had have you guys ever had or I'm sure you have have you had any <laughs> sex dreams oh yeah oh, yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> wait you're gonna but die yeah. at this I had I've a had, like so my- sorry oh my god Sorry, I think think I'm a bit delayed. You go. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, I was gonna say I had a dream that I had sex with Scott Disick and Courtney Kardashian got so mad at me. <laughs> that she sounds like do. Courtney. That sounds like it would she actually happen. <laughs> right. Oh my mm. god. But like, okay, but this is important. Is it like now Scott Disick with the beard or like Lord Disick? With- <laughs> oh, that's a good question. He had the beard because I, I do like a beard. Pain and the tuxedo and that's good (laughs) I think it's weird because my my sex dreams always not always but the majority I have a dick and it's always a dick it's like my bi side coming out a bit and it's just like I I try to accept my partner who's a guy and he he's like do you need like do you have something to tell me I'm just like no I just that's just a thing that happens and it's still hot to me so I don't care right that's awesome yeah it's weird (laughs) my sex dreams aren't like sex dreams where I like get off my sex dreams are like really weird like Freudian like I'm having sex with really old guys in like a really really like taboo setting and it doesn't even turn me on normally so like there's definitely something going on in my subconscious where I'm like sis what is happening and then like it for for reasons like I've had sex with like older guys 
that are like the level like in my um dreams and it's like it's definitely mm. not doing anything for me you know what I mean like I'm not feeling like you know, it's like let's just try this out mm, no this I I don't know why no. and but then I've had I've had specific dreams like where it's it, it's not like the sex itself that's turning on it's the fact that it's like kind of wrong like it's that thing of like yes. my my brain being like yeah. inhibited, uninhibited sorry where I can just like think about like whatever I want and my brain is just doing all the work for me. And then I get to wake up and be like, that was really fucked up, but it's not my fault because it was a dream. <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you mean. I've actually had, I've never had sex with or been with a woman, but I've had a lot of dreams of having sex with women. <laughs> I mean, I feel like That's both fun. girls are like really saying something. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that interesting? I'm like, hmm, yeah. What am I saying? <laughs> I, that's very interesting by the way that was like my confession of the of the podcast I don't usually do confessions but that was my confession (laughs) right confession number one (laughs) right so I remember us talking about squirting and Mm -hmm. fucking love that shit um I want to know like just squirting I don't know if you guys have any like tips on how to or like I don't know, just like an experience that maybe you've had that was outrageously amazing that has to do with squirting. Well, I can talk, we, uh, Ash and I recently got gifted um, some sex toys from the brand Lilo mm. um, through the podcast. And this is like recommended retail price is like nearly $300. Like these are expensive, high quality. It's a quality. quite luxurious item. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, it makes you feel like it's on like we're doing a giveaway on our podcast at the moment it might be done by the time that this like comes out but it's for our Australian and New Zealand listeners and uh because they reached out to us and we're like oh we want to collab we'll send you these um sex toys and we can do a giveaway for the podcast as well as long as like you kind of talk about it on the podcast mm. and like it was deaf because it's one of those you know how we were talking about using the satisfier with our episode yes. with you it's a clit sucking um, sex toy, but it's also like a, it vibrates your G spot at the same time. So both Ash and I were like, oh, it's a bit of an adjustment. We had to like kind of get used to how it works because it is yeah. a bit like, ha- like handling it was just a bit different. We'd both kind of gotten used to like, I, like, you know, having one or the other stimulation only. Um, right. And I used it and literally squirted three times in full. I was not even aware the fact that I had that much like inside of me and like I had I was like I like took a photo of the towel afterwards I was like what the fuck like you know it was one of those situations where I think my like I was because we we were talking on the podcast when you came on about how we had experienced Mm. um squirting from like clit stimulation only and we hadn't experienced it from like inside I think because this was stimulating me inside and on the clit I was able to squirt Mm. a ridiculous amount um So that's, that's my most recent experience. Like that's the, the experience that's blowing me out of the water because before that it was still mm. just like, I would squirt with the satisfier, but it hadn't really happened with a partner. Like I haven't, mm. you know, ha- no one else has been able to make me do it yet. So. Amazing. I love yeah. that. <laughs> I think the, like my best, and I hate to say this, but my like best and most memorable squirting experience was with my worst partner ever. Mm. And I hate that. I hate that he has that title, but it was literally like the first time I ever done it. And I like, it was one because I like, you don't get taught, like you can do that. So like, I felt the sensations all that. And I was like, Oh my God, am I about to like pee? Like I literally was so confused. And then I'm looking down and it went 
for quite a distance. And I was just like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm doing it. Oh my God, I'm doing it. And I got so excited. And like the guy who I was like, my ex was just like, oh my God, what, what, what the fuck? Like, like, cause he was a dick, but I, yeah. I literally was so excited. He couldn't take it away from me. Cause I was just like, oh my God, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then mm. since then news to indie, I was meant to message you last night about this. It made me squirt last night. Yeah, I finally, <laughs> I finally got it. So yeah. I so I it. just, Oh, it's just so good. And I just like want kind of like that gross stigma away from squirting because it's yes. so fucking fun and like primal and it's just like so hot. But if it, if you so can't hot. do it, it's okay. You have time. You can learn. I, yeah. think, I think that's the thing is like, I, I think it's not just like the stigma. It's also like there is definitely this idea and I think it comes from porn like creeping in that like if you mm. don't squirt, like your orgasm isn't valid. And I think that's like yeah. we're going in the opposite direction of the issue. It's like, no, no, no. Like you can find the nice in between. And I think Ash and I have talked about it on the podcast plenty of times. Like sometimes you squirt and you don't come or sometimes you squirt and it's like a different yeah. kind of orgasm. And I think this is like For the sure. issue is like there's not enough education around women's pleasure, like to understand that there's different kinds of orgasm. And for me, like when I squirted those three times, the last time that I squirted was when I was coming. So like I squirted twice and didn't technically have like what you would call like a traditional orgasm. Like it still felt fucking amazing. And I was obviously in pleasure, but it wasn't the kind of orgasm where like, it was like, you know, what you would normally, I guess, consider an orgasm. Mm. So I think that's the main issue at the moment as well. Interesting. Yeah. And I, I definitely try to teach like, cause I'm obviously very open with my girlfriends and I, whenever I talk about squirting, all, a lot of my friends have not been able to do it. And I literally like tried to teach them how to do it. Like by just, you know, doing the, the, the come hither motion and, yeah. and, you know, it's just something that I think every woman should be able to experience. And if you can keep trying and when you feel like you're going to pee, just keep going. That's what keep my going. best advice is, is keep going. Cause you could get there as long as you don't like get nervous about that feeling and just kind of let it go. I mean, yeah. here's another, like, it's another brand endorsement. Like, the Lilo Enigma was, like, the perfect, I think, combination of, like, clit stimulation. Because it literally and, does that motion. Yeah. Right. And, like, the way it, like, the way it goes into your body, it, I mean, it, it, like, touts itself to being ergonomic inside the pussy but it really is like it really hits that spot without having to do anything like you know you get some g-spot vibrators and they kind of just feel like pointy and you're like "Mm, right I'm not feeling it but like I I wish I had a show you but like it literally is like the perfect like it and it just kind of like moves in a in a way that like really like fits your body no matter what Mm. kind of shape or how like far away your g-spot might be or close because I feel like mine's pretty close to the front of my vagina like the opening I mean and I feel like some people don't have that like some people have it like a bit further away so with this toy Mm. it was able to really hit that spot for me that's a good point Mm. speaking of hitting that hitting that point um (laughs) oral sex so that's one topic that I've only like briefly spoke about so I think you ladies are like the perfect two to speak about this with so oral sex obviously can look like so many different things I feel like there's so many different ways to do it and I guess let's talk about like penis partners um what are your best tips to like make your partner go fucking crazy I'll I'll let Ash start with this one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the throat goat um, <laughs> um <clears throat> I oh, I've always been quite like close off my secrets but I feel like this is the perfect just grouping of girls to just 
talk about everything. It's literally all about like the number one tip is to look like you're into it because the amount mm-hmm. of guys who, are, who like they're literally baseline is like, oh, you look like you're into it. And I'm just like, yeah, isn't that what it's <laughs> meant to be? Like, and, and like fully like, I, I know, and I know I'm a little vain and well, a bit self-conscious, I should say, but eye contact for sure, because it drives yeah. them wild. Mm-hmm. So that like making sure you're into it and it's definitely use that fucking tongue. It's not just you going up and down, like literally get that tongue. Like you, I, I, I have a long tongue, so it's a bit different, but literally wrap it around, like go up and down the side, like play yeah. on top. Like it's all about, and also, also, don't be afraid to use your hands. Like I'm all yeah. in there. Like I'm like cooking for God's sake. Like I'm literally mm-hmm. like all in. So those yeah. are my top tips. And I'm sure Indy has a couple too. Cause I'm, I'm not the only throat goat here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I you. Love it. I like, I like the recognition where it's deserved. Um, no, I definitely agree. Those tips are kind of like the best thing is like primarily like if you look like you're into it, it's going to give him. They're going to drive him the, wild. Like, I think because there's, quite a lot especially if a guy is not like super experienced or he's only Mm. really had had like Mm. a few sexual partners the chances are like I think the idea with around oral sex is like it's not really like it's it's definitely something that's like idolized for men but it's not necessarily prioritized Mm. so when you prioritize Mm. that pleasure and like make it that kind of hey like I want to do this for you and for your pleasure because I want you to feel good it doesn't matter like what the rest of society thinks about what I'm doing I'm doing it because I want to it really helps uh the I think like the emotional aspect of it and then as like so I don't I don't have a long tongue but I definitely do as Ash does I think it's really interesting because like for Ash like she'll be able to stick her tongue out and do those things and like they'll be able to see it and go like oh my god what the fuck whereas like for me I do it all like on the inside so they can't see me doing it so I just like look I I do the eye contact and then I do the tongue stuff and they have no no idea that I'm gonna do it until I'm doing it and they're like like my boyfriend he like he literally like I will you know especially if okay this is the thing right um in Australia primarily men aren't they don't have like they have foreskin so they're not circumcised that's like Mm. like it's rare that you'll find circumcised men and if you do they're usually not born in Australia yeah so Mm. most guys and I I I really personally like have a very and I'm I apologize for anyone who's listening who might take offense to this but I personally fucking hate it when a guy is circumcised I hate it it's the worst really yeah, it's I'm, disgusting. I'm, I'm I on hate that it. boat too. I'm on that boat I hate too. It. <laughs> Wait. It's the worst thing in the world. Wait, I'm about to blow your mind then. I okay. have never seen touch no, I, uh, I believe that. Un- uncircumcised, ever. I believe I've that. It is like, it, it's it is so wild. Hot. It's opposite here. Okay. Yeah, so the thing, you oh, see the thing, more. <laughs> the, thing, the thing about... Uh, like a guy with a foreskin right because like I always get it wrong and say the wrong thing a guy with a foreskin he has like his um, ability to feel pleasure is increased tenfold because mm-hmm. he has more nerve endings on the tip of his penis because it's fucking protected the way that you know whoever created human beings intended it's supposed to be there why are you cutting it off anyway I know that there's religious reasons behind it. I'm not referring to that. If it's because of your religion, that's totally fair. But like, if it's just happening because, oh, it's, it's more clean and like, it, it, it's not. If, as long as a man is taking care of his penis, it should like, honestly, oh, yeah. I just don't. I think that excuse is like, just, you really shouldn't be using it because you need to clean your dick either way. Right. <laughs> so my, 
yeah so my favorite thing is when a guy is uncircumcised he'll be more sensitive on the, the head of his penis mm-hmm. so when you're or, or a penis haver will be more sensitive on, on the head of their penis and you'll use your tongue at, on the head of the penis like you'll just have it in your mouth and you'll just like focus like a lot like I my partner particularly loves like a back and forward motion like quite fast and he just it like sends him crazy like he like is like a full body experience in pleasure like he's always like you're a fucking witch babe like you're a fucking witch with what you do to me you know what I mean like because he's never had an experience like that before me so it's Mm. it's just being able to kind of give him this new experience and playing with different tongue placements and then like obviously sucking balls is like a real like Mm -hmm. if a guy likes that because not every guy likes that but you know if a guy's into that or if someone's into that it really really helps increase pleasure on, on on the experience Wow. You guys nailed those tips. Also, (laughs) I'm curious about, and I've never thought about this till like last night. I was like, this is actually a very interesting thought is, do you guys have like a favorite position that you are in and the male is in when you're giving head? Meaning like, are you on your knee? Are you, are you? I, yeah, I like knees for sure. But me and my partner the other night, it looks like we're like in a WWE move because I'm like, like he's lying down and I'm on top and he put his leg because my my boyfriend's six five, like he's quite tall and he put his big oh. ass fucking leg on me and pushed down because I like that. And that's also like, make sure, you know, the partner's like, you know, a bit of roughness, whatever. consenting but he put his leg and literally was like pushing me down with his leg and it was the hottest thing but if someone walked in they would have literally gone what the fuck are you two doing because it just looks so funny but it was so hot but I am a knees girl because I I love a bit of sub sub (laughs) I have okay I have this issue where I'm too fucking tall uh unless 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 I was with a guy who was Ash's boyfriend's height so like around six foot five yeah being on my knees would work a lot better whereas Uh, for me if I'm on my knees I kind of tend to have to like have them sitting down so I can fully go like in a downward motion or I'm already going in a downward motion it just kind of like like it just I can't sustain that for very long because I am quite tall um and so my partner is the same just a little bit taller than me so it still just like doesn't work that well um I definitely like having him lie down like that's I think like you can't go wrong with that and then you can spice it up as we just had with Ash but I also I do love a bit of face fucking like I love having my partner on his knees on the bed and me lying down and me just like kind of mouth open him like we can kind of like go back and forth like I can do the work he can do the work I can do the work he can do the work um he can touch me like that kind of thing so I definitely like that position a lot that's hot too. I just like I literally my partner because that's hot to me and I just got him to do it because he he was like oh it's gonna hurt you and I'm like just just do it just do it because it's the hottest thing on earth it's good it's so hot <laughs> that's so funny and I also love I don't know if you guys have done this one but you kind of so you're laying on the bed mm. your head is like off of the bed and they're standing up so it's almost like the dick is like upside down kind of in your do you know what I mean like your yeah. forehead is near the balls have you ever done that one I've, I've I done feel that like on the just... kitchen counter based on the height of my partner yeah <laughs> it, just, the bed. <laughs> it doesn't always work based on like height like my partner would have to like crouch down quite a bit so for mm-hmm. us when we're trying to when we're trying to do that like we'd much prefer just like you know for him to kind of be on top of me or whatever oh that's true yeah you could do like that too yeah that is- 
that one me and my boyfriend have done a couple times and it's definitely you can definitely do like the face fucking thing from that angle mm. and it's it's kind of I fun just feel like if I'm looking at his balls like I, I feel like it defeats the purpose of the face fucking because I feel like face fucking should be like a, about like the the eye contact aspect of it you know what I mean like him That's looking true. down and being mm. able to see me enjoying it That's <laughs> and not true. me getting a face full of balls <laughs> like not that, it, not that there's anything wrong with that but like it just you know it's just really I feel like I feel like I'm an eye contact person. So yeah. I've only just been able to start enjoying like reverse cowgirl with my partner because he's an ass man. So like, and I've always like been really interested in the, um, in the uh, position, but I feel like uh, the other partners I've been with haven't really worked because of like, you know, the penis ergonomics, like people slip out or they're too big. Mm. So he's kind of, you know, he's like the perfect fit. It's like, it's, it's insane how good it is. And we've only just been able to start enjoying it, but I've only just been able to start coming from it because I'm like such an eye contact person. Mm-hmm. You know it what I mean? So like cool. I just really like the connection. Right. Oh, I love eye contact is so fucking hot. It yeah. is so hot. And then when yeah. they, it's like, it sends me off the edge and I love it. <laughs> um, have you guys ever had anything like crazy said to you or like someone wanted to do something crazy while, you know, you were giving them head? Or anything world, I guess. <laughs> what haven't they said? I'm literally just like, what hasn't? I've I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I was um sucking a guy's dick and he put his it's such a porn thing to do. He put like his fingers into my mouth to like gape my mouth open while sucking dick. And it was just so fucking uncomfortable because he didn't tell me yeah. he was gonna do it. And I was just like, what the fuck? And then I've had like, I don't know, like I ha- haven't had like good crazy story. Oh, I I have, but it's only the bad ones. I'm like, oh, that's what I remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like for me, the and again, I've talked about this on the podcast like ages ago. I once had sex with a guy. Well, like, didn't have sex with him, but I sucked his dick. So I guess you could count that. Oh my god, is this um, a story? I think it is. Probably. <laughs> um, yeah, his dick was really bent. Is it? This is why. Yeah, <laughs> his dick yeah. was really bent. That's not like that's not like the issue. Like it wasn't that. Like you know, once we got it, we got it. But he like once he realized how into it I was, he started like going. And again, like for for me, like in that moment, like I was into it, but I wasn't as into it as I could have been. Like I was really like mm-hmm. I think I had I had the effort meter turned up to like maybe fifty percent at that point. So he was like going wild from it, and I was like, yeah, whatever, this is great. Like I enjoy it. But then he like stood up on the bed and like was like, oh my god, you really like it? Like I'm gonna like say good girl and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like going with the flow kind of thing. Yeah. He stood up on the bed, so I was on my knees, and then he was just sort of like, I don't know, like kind of doing the face fucking motion whilst I'm on my knees, and it was just that moment of like him going like zero to a hundred, and me just being like, all right, I have to like kind of deal with this until it's over, kind of thing. Not in like a way where I was like feeling uncomfortable, but I was just like, I like I was just like, what what yeah. is happening right now? Like I didn't have right. time to really like participate and be like, um, actually, like you can just stay right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> that can be so it can be definitely a little there's there's always awkward moments in sex right and it's it's Um, normal it's okay but it's like if it's like with a new partner it can be like a little aco taco as I yeah well I I I literally never saw that guy ever again because I was like "Ah, that was a bit much for me like I was just like "Mm, no oh I've definitely been there before and it's just like it, it is what it is but it's also like 
I wish that I could have just said, Hey, let's, let's do something else, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so have you guys have this, have you seen the show how to build a sex room on Netflix? Oh my God. It's on I my haven't, list. but I've heard that it's so good. You guys are going to love this show. Okay, I have good. been <laughs> watching it. Okay. And it's so interesting. I'm so intrigued by every single thing. Like, so it's like some, it's couples and you know, if, just so people kind of know what it's about. This woman comes into them almost like a DIY home show. Mm. They come into the house and, you know, the couple basically has a room and they get to show this woman what they want in it. And like, what are their kinks? And she asks them a bunch of questions. That's my dream. So fascinating. And it's cool because every single couple is so different. And Mm. there's even, um, a I don't even know what you call this but there's an orgy family I think that it's called if they were a polycule yes I've heard yes. about it and I've heard that they're a polycule so they're like yes. they're in a like everyone's in a poly relationship with each other right yes so it's seven people and so obviously they all have different kinks and different things that they like and this woman like really made all of you know all of the seven people have their own little thing in the room and I was super fascinated by it very very interesting yeah so that kind of brings us into the bdsm part of this podcast and um so obviously people (laughs) i got it it ready (laughs) i love it um so if you're not familiar it's basically bondage discipline dominance and submission um and so that can look like so many different things um, and you know, a few examples is like hair pulling and bondage and role playing and blindfolds. Um, there can just be so many different things to get into into BDSM, and I think you know, playing around with it can be super fun and kind of just exploring what your fantasies mm. are. Mm. So, if someone has never tried anything BDSM, I guess where would you guys like recommend them maybe trying at first? First, a safe word. <laughs> yeah. First, a safe word. So, like, there's a stop point, and like, make sure you're, you're with a partner who's going to respect that safe word because you hear mm. horror stories. It's like, oh, I, I didn't hear you. And it's like, no. Right. I think that's definitely the place to start is just make sure you're with someone who's going to respect you as well. Yeah. Uh, I definitely agree. Like, I think this is kind of part of the reason why I was constantly seeking in my casual encounters or my my sexual encounters before I was like in a relationship because I, and for the context of the podcast like I am also non-monogamous so I do have sex with other people outside of my relationship at the moment um and when I but before I was with him um I was like trying to find people that I thought were good people because I wanted to be able to say hey like I'm into mm. these things are you also into these things would you like to do them together because it is definitely that, that kind of thing whereas like if you are interested in and I, I would say that like there's a level of like uh kink that has become like a BDSM kink that's become normalized which is the point where it's like almost kind of vanilla at the, at the moment and I think that that's really interesting and fascinating mm. but it's like a totally different discussion than what we're talking about now yeah so I think like for me I was constantly trying to be like oh like tricking like or, or like you know like <laughs> that kind of vibe like um because I was like interested in rough sex and uh I found I find it difficult to like participate in that with someone I'm not I guess trusting of as Ash said it's it's really really imperative that you trust the person because and and again like people will have different opinions about choking for me personally I'm more of a like it's about the like possession control 
dominance yeah. the, like part of it so I don't necessarily need you to like squeeze me but just that pressure there is enough because it is really dangerous so like you know people will call it breath play people will call it choking like there is definitely different ways you can do it um sometimes a hand over the mouth uh is a good way to start because as long as you can lick the person's hand they can take their hand off that kind of uh situation like if you want to play with breath play I would suggest that over choking Cause just, it, it just, it can be dangerous and people do die. Right. So that's like a really, really important thing to talk about. Um, yeah. I think for me, um, if someone's wanting to start out with it, it's like knowing what you want. Like, right. I think for me, like I'm much, I'm very much a switch. So I like, I like doing both uh, dominant and submissive things. And so, and I feel like I've only recently, like I, I, I I'm really leaning into my dominant side, the, the, the older I get, if that makes mm. sense, and the more comfortable I am yeah. in my relationship. Um, especially because my my partner is a bit more submissive than I am. So like we have vanilla sex, it's fine. But he 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 loves his hair being pulled. He loves me choking him. He he holding his throat. He loves you know me being on top and like kind of being the one in control. I think mm. because it takes a lot of um, expectations away from him. And I think we've struggled in our sex life previously because I've been like, Hey, I want these things. And he's like, I don't know how to give them to you. So that's part of the reason why we opened up the relationship. If that's like uh, giving context there, but I think with BDSM, it's really just like knowing what you're into. And if you don't know what you're into, you have to experiment, but you have to experiment safely, research, be and and, and mm. this is also not to say that you can't research on your own you know what I mean like I one of my favorite things is I, I've got this like spanking tool right here it's like a little uh thing like you can spank yourself you can put yeah. a collar on yourself you mm. can you know you can pull your own hair when you're masturbating like you can really get like fucking you know, get really into it <laughs> and figure out mm. if it works for you and then if you're with someone who was willing to do those things and experiment you can be like hey want to give this a go <laughs> Definitely. I love those tips. And I also think when you said trying it with yourself, I think that's such a good, such good advice. And just, even if you're like Mm. watching a video and like, maybe you send it to your partner and be like, Hey, like, I really want to try this, like kind of easing into it. Right. And just Mm. making sure everyone on is on the same page. Everyone feels safe. I think a safe word that is so, so important. Yeah. Making sure everyone is comfortable. And it's also okay if like you get off to the idea of something and you're not actually into it in real life. Like that's also okay. So like true. if you like watching BDSM porn, but like the actual like act of participating in it doesn't actually do anything for you, that's okay too. I think there's always like this idea of like you have to be into it if you like the porn. It's like, you know, right. not always the case. Yeah, there's definitely porn I watched that I would not be into like doing in person. Like that is like, yes, yes a thing. <laughs> That is so true. That is so true. Um, And then what if you, like, what if one partner is kind of iffy about, like, I don't know, for example, say handcuffs. Um, And and, like, let's just say the woman is really, really wanting to have handcuffs or be handcuffed, I should say. And the man is just kind of like not really into it. And he just like, you know, you kind of want to ease into this. Cause I was actually in this situation. Like I really, I like handcuffs. I don't do it all the time, but like every once in a while, I like to whip them out. And actually fun fact, <laughs> fun thing, fun, weird story. Me and my boyfriend actually broke one of my handcuffs. <laughs> so I love that for you. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was how you know you're doing it right. Right. So, so before him though, yeah. One of my partners was just like, he didn't really think that it was like, 
sexy and he really wasn't into it. And I was just like, I really want to do this. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of had to like, like, I kind of showed him the handcuffs and then like, we kind of talked about it. And so I almost like eased him into it slowly without obviously him feeling uncomfortable. He was just like, yeah, like, oh, it's not hot. And I was like, well, think about it in this way. Like, what if you're like a cop and I'm like, you know, I just like, I don't know, did something crazy and you're like arresting me. Like it can be sexy and just kind of like easing your partner into it and kind of keep slowly talking about it and like sending a video or something like that, I think can be a good way to just slowly bring it into, you know, the picture. I think also like, cause I've had partners in the past who are not up for being like tied up in that. And it's mm. definitely looking back at my past partners. It was definitely an ego thing of being like, right. oh no, I'm I want to be in control. control. Oh no, yeah. no, no, no. And I definitely think it's that. Like, I do think like with my partner, I had to ease him into it. And it was, it was definitely like, you know what? Like, you don't have to just like, I know, I knew of him. It wasn't like that, but there's mm. definitely been guys that are just like, no, no, no. Like I'm not doing anything this is the sex we're going to have this. And I'm and like looking back now, I'm like, oh, Ash, you should have just like ran out of there real quick. It's like got the same vibe of like, you're not putting fingers in my asshole. What do you mean? Right. Yeah. Like, that kind of thing. Like, like open, like the best sex is when you're open-minded and like when yeah. you're pushing you to do something you're uncomfortable with, it's just open up your mind and you're going to have the best sex of your life. Like I've mm. always lived by that. Love yeah. Definitely agree. I think it's 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 definitely a big thing of like um, men having a really structured understanding, especially if mm. if, it, if we're talking in, in like purely heterosexual terms, like men having sex with women, they have such a like structured idea of how sex should go based on how they mm. interact with women. It's like a, it's mm. like a whole gender roles. Like you, again, like I could do a whole thesis on it and talk about it like for a whole episode. But when it comes to trying to open up the idea of it, I think. Um, as you said, like the communication is really imperative talking about why they might not be into it. Because it, again, it's kind of that thing right. where like once they see mm. you into it, if you're wanting to be, get the handcuffs put on, they will then get more into it. It was definitely a big thing for my partner when I was like, Hey, I want you to like put your hands around my throat. And I also really like being slapped in the face. And he was very like apprehensive, very much like, I don't want to hurt you. And I was like very much like, but that's the point. And then he (laughs) did it when we were having sex a few times and he was like seeing how into it I was and how it increased kind of like the, the chemistry and and what was going on for us Mm. in the sex. He was like, Oh, I'm really into it now too. Like I can, I could definitely do this. Maybe not every time we have sex. And I was like, yeah, that's not the point though. Like it's not supposed to be every time we have sex. But I think specifically when it comes to handcuffs, like restraints can be intimidating. So like maybe if it was like, if you start out with like, cause you can get like satin, like you can get like satin, Mm -hmm. um, like ropes or like, you know, like, uh, long stringy things that you can tie a hand up it's not a rope yeah. but you know what I mean like you can get something else that isn't quite as intimidating as like straight up handcuffs because I think like it's the aesthetic of them that can be a little bit like oh that's like giving me an association of like you know getting arrested yeah. right 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 or like being in some kind of restraint that is like definitely negative whereas like you get like some nice black or red satin it's sexy it's it's hot he Mm. he can tie you up and it's like part of the foreplay you know what I mean like you're making out heaps and he's getting you ready and he's like you know and then he like lays you back down and like he goes down on you and it's like part of it is like that's half the fun is like it's adding to the foreplay right Mm. and foreplay is so fucking important oh my gosh Mm. Yeah. And, and I, I feel like guys really skip that. Like the guy, like yeah. there's definitely been like partners, well, not 
partners but you know people I came across in the phase that were literally like let's do it let's do it and it's just like it just kind of defeats the whole purpose like I heard one guy um it was a friend a friend of a friend who was like I can't have oh what what do you say like I just want sex no foreplay and I overheard (sighs) the comment and I went that sounds like the most boringest thing on earth and then and then he followed it up with if if you're gonna suck my dick we might have sex and I'm like that is such a structured way to think about it and so boring like why can't you be spontaneous and like be fluid around it and goes to show you've never had someone be interested in sucking your dick because you're obviously a literally right (laughs) the shittiest person I if if I could tell the tea I would (laughs) (laughs) no I feel like foreplay is so underrated and like men please just 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 do what your woman wants and like get her going get her wet like have some fun with it like it's literally the pre-game to the sex that's what I think you know it's so important <laughs> and the, the, the longer you spend on foreplay the better the sex is gonna be and like also foreplay right. is a kind of sex like it is. if you're thinking yeah. about it in like that kind of term like just saying like oh, I'd rather just have sex it's like okay but like sex is such a broad topic like it's a it's a broad descriptor it doesn't even necessarily like and obviously a lot of people think pe- penis and vagina sex and that's what he's probably like the right. people are probably mm. referring to but it's like how narrow of, like this is my favorite thing is like how narrow a view of sex do you have if you had a broader understanding of sex you'd have more sex you'd have better sex yeah. you'd have all different kinds of sex because you have this hugely broad definition of what sex is to you this reminds me we actually made a podcast out this comment but someone said like I asked my housemates at the time could you live without sex and they both said oh yeah totally and I said no and we Mm. made a whole podcast about this because it's Mm. just like it's the same thing because I even see sex as like oh there's this one time me and my partner (laughs) oh yes self-care 100% but it was this one time me and my partner were driving somewhere and he was literally like touching and it was just when we started dating so like this we were like rabbits at that point but he he was like touching my leg and like as he was driving like one-handed and like and it literally went on for an hour and it was the hottest thing on earth and he didn't even go inside me he didn't lick anything but I literally was like this is the best thing on earth and it was just as simple as that like the tension building and then and and then we got home and my eyes were rolling into the back of my head for like 30 minutes as he broke my back down so like it was amazing love that energy oh it is really so important um okay so last question then we're gonna get into our game if you guys have a fantasy of like a do you guys have a fantasy of like a role-playing situation and if so what is it and or if you've already done like a hot role-playing situation tell the people what what it was this might be a tough one I know I have a tough one (laughs) So I do like a role play. Oh, do you, so I role play and I think this comes down to like my childhood a bit, but I've definitely done the role play of like, I'm not my partner's girlfriend. And like, I just like met him at the club and we're going home. And like, I grew up in a household. My parents are not together because of cheating and there's a lot of cheating in my family. So I just think maybe some mind things happening there, but it's so hot. Like I'll literally put on like 
the tightest like mini dress I have or like a mesh dress whatever and it's and it's it's just like oh don't tell my girlfriend and it's so cliche but it's so hot to me oh that is hot (laughs) yeah and 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 I want to and I want to get like wigs for it as well at this point because I'm just like it's so hot and it's never not hot to me (laughs) oh I love that that's a good one I um I can't say that I have specific like role play fantasies because I think again this is one of those things where it like that's reserved for porn and I like that in my porn but I don't necessarily like that Mm. in I think Mm. okay for me like it's just a little bit too much brain power there's like the times where I want to be submissive I just want to like not think about anything and I think this is like goes back to like part of the reason why I like being submissive is because I have a strong personality and I like just want to make like kind of let go and release Mm. that tension that I have Mm. but when I'm when it comes to me being a little bit more dominant I think that's when I kind of we play with that power play a little bit more and it it becomes more of a like role play fantasy type of thing it's 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 hard to say because there's nothing like specific but um (laughs) there's definitely um fantasies like that aren't necessarily like role play that my partner and I have talked about like um because we've recently kind of like I'm not monogamy for context like I am non-monogamous but my partner is not so I have sex with other people he doesn't but we have been talking about having a threesome because I desperately want to be I want two guys I'm <laughs> like really interested in getting fucked by two guys I want to be spirited um and I was saying to him I was like okay how would you feel about me having like watching me have sex with someone else like and obviously there's kind of this uh, discussion we've been having about like the whole like cuckold uh topic and I really want to mm. I recently found out that there's a cuckold week in January so when January rolls around again we're gonna I I, I haven't said this to Ash yet because I'm thinking about it recently but I want to have like a whole episode about so cuckolding fun. and yeah. like cuckold dresses and like things like that in January because obviously we you know it's, it's like not that far away anymore right and yeah. um <laughs> and I recently also came across this topic called hot wifing and both of these yes. are like very specific like um role play you know situations like it, that's usually what it is like it's not like people are just always cuckolds or hot wives so the whole idea around hot wifing if you haven't heard of it is like um someone a man will have like a partner or a wife obviously that's kind of the context who's so attractive that like people just like want to have sex with her and he's like doing I guess like an honorable thing of like letting these men have sex with his wife like that's kind of like the crux of it um yeah and so I like brought it up I was like technically it's more like because we were like it's definitely not cuckolding because I'm definitely like it's not that vibe like it's more hot wifing than anything because that's just the situation because he was like yeah I definitely think it would be hot to see you get fucked by someone else like and me not be participating in it and then I've also talked about um a situation of like having him tied up and like having um someone else either fuck me in a sense of like he's getting so turned on by it or me just masturbating and like like putting on a show for him I guess you could say Mm -hmm. and then me like really like teasing him and like him being like in a chair and like me like not fucking him but like going to fuck him kind of thing and like him being tied up so he can't do anything and like him being really hot yeah super fucking hot (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then like obviously like if I do untie him he just like wouldn't be able to control himself and it comes back to that whole thing of like not having control oh wow you just gave me some ideas (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Any last thoughts before we get into our game? That was incredible. 
Uh, I'm so excited for this game. game. I'm excited. (laughs) Okay, so I obviously did them very sexual, but I like to start off with food. So let's get into it. It's just called this or that, by the way. So it's just one thing or the other. So the first one is pizza or pasta? Pizza. Pasta. Uh, Cake or cookies? Cakes. (laughs) (laughs) We're really that different. That's so funny. Uh, do you prefer night sex or morning sex? Morning sex. Because <laughs> my partner has stank ass breath, night sex. <laughs> <laughs> I like both equally, but there's nothing like I know. sleeping they're naked they're- and being able to just hop on the dick, like morning wood kind of thing. There yeah. is something about, and, and I know this isn't either either kind of situation, but there's something about like that 5 p.m. sex where they've just come yeah. home from work and it's kind of getting dark. That's hot. That's, my That's really hot. Like midday slash late yeah. night, later afternoon. That's hot as hell. I love that. Um, okay. This one might be really tough. If you could only have sex toys or only have oral sex, which one? <laughs> oh my God. God, oh, kill me! Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. I think oh. it, this is really comes down to who's giving the oral sex. True. That so is I, I'm for hypothetical sake. Are we saying that the oral sex is like just as good as the toys? Like it's it's like good oral sex. Yeah. I would say yes. Or, very or, good. Yeah. Very good oral sex. My my satisfaction is like in my drawer, just like looking at me, like choose me, <laughs> choose me. Oh, I'll have to say oral sex. Yeah, that's, but I'm, it's such a hard decision. It's like making me choose a child, like between the ch- <laughs> even though I don't have children. But anyway, <laughs> so good. Um, okay, if you could have mediocre sex all the time, meaning whenever you want, or mind blowing sex every six months. Mind blowing sex every six months. Mind blowing, yeah. Love, love that energy. <laughs> um, never self pleasure again, or never have sex again. Never have. Oh, never have sex again. Yeah, is that bad if I agree? Yeah, this is n- like n- the never opposite. Sex again. This is like the opposite <laughs> of the oral versus sex toys one. I think it's like going back. Yeah, the opposite I'd rather. <laughs> no, but yeah, never have sex again. Love, yeah. love it. Um, dirty talk or sorry, anything they can do, I can do better. Yeah, <laughs> L to the yes, love, love that. <laughs> dirty talk or long foreplay, like a long dirty period. Long foreplay, long foreplay. <laughs> I'm a sucker for some dirty talk. <laughs> Me too. If there's none, I'm just like, this is not fun. Yeah, this I don't is really, dry. I don't, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really do it. I recently uh, bought um, some dirty talk playing cards for me and my partner because we're not very, we're not very like into dirty talk. So I thought it would help our situation because I'm like, I yeah. want it more, but like, we just like. But you need some it. inspo. Yeah, <laughs> we just like get down to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Or you say the same thing over and over and you're like, fuck, I need to switch it up. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even really, I, we really don't talk that much unless it's like actively communicating, like, does this feel good? Like, I don't know, it doesn't really like add anything from what we've already, like, I think, again, it kind of comes down to like him being worried about saying the wrong thing. Understandable. (laughs) Yeah. Would you, would you rather accidentally send a nude to one of your family members or your boss or like superior? (laughs) Um, 
this I feel like I can't answer this properly because yeah. of the kind of work I do and that's kind of down to like uh I I I think like my mum would be fine yeah um, yeah it's, it's it's depending my mum it wouldn't be fine but she'll get over it my sister I could just blame it on being drunk but mm. like my dad or someone like that oh. like I would actually murder myself if I did that. Like I would be so like I just oh. I that man has walked in on things in his life. He doesn't need to see what he walked in on. Like yeah. no, <laughs> I feel that one hundred percent. Um, sex with the lights on or off? On. On, but has to be like neon lights, like I have in both our bedrooms. Yes. <laughs> I have yeah. those two and they're so amazing. The red they're light. so hot. Oh my God, the red. red or like the purple, like, oh, love. It's so <laughs> hot. It just, it really sets the mood. It, it's, I don't know. There's something about it that's amazing and yeah, I love it. it's so hot. Okay, if you always had to make out every single time you made out for five hours or only have sex for seven minutes every time, which one? I love making out, so... I'm happy with the five hours worth of makeout. I do like, in the words of Kanye West, I do like a quick fuck though. <laughs> well, sometimes. If, if it was not a forever thing, a quick fuck. <laughs> That's fair. I would go seven minutes. Yeah. That's totally fair. This one might be tough. It's very weird, but crazy. Would you rather have an orgy Ready. with all strangers or have sex with all of your exes? strangers <laughs> there's a few there's a few exes I would like there's a few exes not <laughs> so strangers I love a good hate fuck so I must say my exes <laughs> I love this this is so much fun um blindfolds or handcuffs blindfold wow love <laughs> um would you rather have a threesome with one of your friends or a threesome with a stranger stranger can i pick that is... the friend yeah. <laughs> like and, it, and is it my can i pick a friend and is it my partner's friend or my friend Ooh, you can pick the friend um i would say either either i i, I would pick a friend i would pick stranger nice yeah. love um sex outside or sex in the shower outside outside because the height difference between my partner it's like we can but it's just yeah it's it's like literally him crouching down to my level (laughs) yeah that's a good one yeah good dick or good at oral good oral good dick (laughs) well you guys are killing this so good can you let everyone know where they can connect with you guys yeah um so obviously you can find hot girl siri on all of your podcasting platforms we're on spotify we're on apple podcasts those are kind of like the main ones i suppose um and then i we obviously have a social media for hot girl siri so instagram and twitter is hot girl siri and then we have a tiktok which is hgt podcast because tiktok wanted to censor us they hate the hot girls they hate the hot girls (laughs) um and then i am on instagram twitter and tiktok at fueled by indie and I'm on Instagram at Ashley XO Rose. And also um, we have, I'm not sure wh- whether we should plug this or not. 
we have a series called X-Files where we literally go in on everyone's exes and we're looking for exes. Mm-hmm. So if you have a just horrible ex or a funny ex story, whatever you want to say, you can hit a us. Cringy um, ex story. Yeah, cringy anything. You can send us an email at hotgirlstheory at gmail.com. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you ladies so much for being here today. It was such a pleasure speaking with you guys. Thank you so much for having us. I hope you ladies and gentlemen enjoyed that wonderful conversation with Ash and Indy. It was such a pleasure having them on again. Definitely check out their podcast and check out the podcast that I was on, on theirs. It was such a good conversation Um, You know where to find me at My Naked Mindset on all of your social media. Let's connect on TikTok. Also, let's connect on my Facebook page. If you search My Naked Mindsetters, it will be linked in the show notes, but I would love to connect with you there. You can ask questions, get more content, and we just have a blast on my Facebook page. So definitely connect with me there. And if you want to hear any topics or if you want to be a potential guest on my podcast, please email me mynakedmindsetpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Love you all. Bye.